Hello again, and welcome to Profusion, the podcast where we delve into the world of business and entrepreneurship, exploring the latest trends, strategies, and insights to help you take your business to the next level. We chat from marketing and sales to finance and leadership. We cover it all. I'm your host, Andrew Saltman, and each week I'm here to chat about these items and to cover any stories I've got and any expertise I've pulled together to help you succeed. So sit back, relax. Let's dive into the world of business with profusion. So with that being said, the latest trends that I've seen in business and what I've learned is there's economy and then there's business. And there are two different categories. So economy is always sort of more of a poetic approach and business is more of a real approach where economy is based on international trade or war or whatever is going on or macroeconomics or microeconomics or however gas prices this and that. And then there's actually how and and supply and demand and and this and that and then there's actually how to run a real business and i i believe that these are two major conflicting not necessarily conflicting but they don't they don't intertwine in the real world in the real world to get shit done in business It's not all rose-colored glasses and rainbows and like on the, like for like on the economy side, oh, there's scales of economy, the international, all that, that, that mumbo jumbo kind of stuff over there in real business to get things done. I believe, I believe there needs to be tough talk from time to time, not necessarily the whole time, but at certain points throughout deals, there has to be some friction, some pattern interruption or pattern disruption in order to move the deal forward and well, in order to keep the deal moving forward on on the same track, on the same path. And economy is very different than business. So I don't see a crossover. And in terms of under that business garb, under that business mask, there's sales, there's marketing, there's finance, there's leadership. And there's also customer service, people relationships, there's stepping stones. And, uh, I, I read, I read something that I thought was amazing today. Uh, and I, I saved it. It was a quote 
in a uh, Maxwell book. And it says, never ask what's in a hot dog while you're eating one. The idea is that if you know, if you did know what's in it, you would never want to eat one again. And he compares this to like business that if you knew what went into it, <laughs> you would never, you know, on the surface, we look rich, like anybody who's good at business, they look rich and they look successful driving the expensive car and the nice house and this and that, but they don't realize that what went into it was gritty. Like there was difficult conversations. There was challenges along the way. And there were, there were failures, tons of failures, tons of phone calls that were no's. There were tons of, uh, I, I literally hop on calls and I go for no on my calls. I want them to say no. I challenge any of my prospects to say no, because if I get a no, then I'm moving on to the next prospect or my next client. The faster I can get a no out of them, I, I, I say, okay, just tell me no. Just, just tell me that's, that's not for you. And, and they have a really, they, if they're inclined, interested, potentially, they have a really hard time saying no. So then, then I pivot and I start to get to know them. I use the, the frog strategy or the Ford strategy, family, occupation, recreation, and dreams or goals or material items. And I start digging into that for as long as I can until they cut me off the line. And then I, and within that, I'm, I'm looking to book a meeting. So that's my sales strategy. Feel free to use it. It freaking works. Uh, I go for no on all my calls. I know there's tonality. There's question asking. Everybody's selling you their sales strategy. And I say, do what works for you. And then start listening to other people's sales strategies and maybe tinkering with it and applying it here and there. But don't, I don't necessarily believe on going all in on somebody else's sales strategy, unless you're an employee, of course. If you're self-employed and you're 1099, I think do whatever keeps your lights on, whatever keeps you in the black, right? So that's what works for me because I'm able to keep my, my interest in the actual deal. So the way that I do that is I'm, I'm pushing for a rejection and then I'm pushing to get to know them. And I'm working preferably with people who are more successful than me because as everybody always says, and I don't know if I necessarily believe this is your network determine your net determines your net worth. And I, and I do believe it to an extent, but, and I, and, and I guess I, I do believe it. I, I can see, yeah, if I hung out with, you know, people, you know, but then you got to keep hanging out with people who aren't having big net worths, you know, to keep yourself humble to an extent. Maybe, I don't know, maybe not, but, um, if you knew what went into a hot dog, you wouldn't need it. <laughs> if you knew what went into being successful, you wouldn't do it. And being self-employed, which is what I am, is, is hard work. It's the mental toughness that is tied to it is next level. Uh, uh, the anxiety and the stress that flows through my body requires 
uh, it requires med- I got to meditate. I got to breathe. I practice my breathing. I'm meditating. I'm, I'm doing cold pulls and plunges. I'm doing all this stuff in order to calm myself down from just basically causing friction on a regular basis, right? Because I want to be like yelling at all times. I want to be lit. And maybe, maybe I'm supposed to be, maybe one day I will at all times. But right now I'm holding back that inner beast and I'm calming it down. I'm doing my breathing. I'm chilling out. I'm exercising. Usually it is like the ultimate calm, calm down method. And then every once in a while I'll lean in to my deals and I know, okay, it's smooth here. It's smooth here, but we're going to have to talk about what is the issue in every deal? Money. Who gets paid? How much and where? How much is a seller making? Is it going to be less? Is how much is the buyer getting? Is it going to be is they they want a better deal? They want some concessions. They want this that blah 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 blah. But and it comes down to relationships. That important. It's important to get to that point. Get there to get to the money point. But eventually, at some point the issues of dollars and cents and people have to, I have to take two steps back a lot just to get one step forward. And I have to jam it in there to get the two steps back and get the one step forward. And I deal with a lot of people that are smooth and very, uh, and I've done, I've noticed this over the years, even past 10 years, 10 years ago, I would run into people and they would be very smooth and they pull you in. And you'd want to do business with them. But then, you know, maybe as you got further into it, you were like, this doesn't seem like such a good deal anymore. So I do my best to scrub that early on in the process. It's hard because it's a relationship and you don't necessarily know people. But uh that is something I have learned over the past 10 years in my career. So uh, what other strategies? That's one of my sales strategies, marketing. I, I'm, I love cold calling. I love it. I People out there, oh yeah, I want the calls to come to me. I want to, to the call, I'll spend money to get the calls to me. I'll do the videos to get the likes to me and all to me. I don't, targeted cold calling is works. It just, it works. You just have to do it and you have to make the call and you have to go for the no. So that's my marketing strategy in most cases. I've had other ones in the past. Google works, you know, Google reviews, Google AdWords, Google pay-per-click, Google maps. Uh, I've done door to door marketing. I've door knocked. Uh, I've, I've, I've uh, B2B knocked. I've flyered neighborhoods. I've done it all. So I think that it just varies from time to time where I'm at in my career, but they're all effective marketing strategies as long as there's some sort of conviction behind the effort. And effort is potentially the key indicator under lying all of it is effort 
Now, how many calls am I going to make? How am I going to track this person down? How am I going to get them to sign this agreement? How am I going to get them to agree to this price? How am I going to negotiate my commission? How am I going to get them to sign this document or that document? So effort, it comes down to effort. And I tie it similar to like my son when he's running the bases. And I said, man, you were running and you had a great hit, but you didn't run hard enough. And had he run harder and and made more effort and not watched the ball that he hit, which a lot of kids do at this young age, they watch the ball and they lose a step. They watch, It's like watching the business rather than just running straight, straight to the base. And he would have had two more base hits that game. They, they got, they, you know, they got whipped anyways. They were playing older kids, but, uh, but, you know, and so it was more of a learning, uh, more of a learning game, but we learned, okay, he's got to not watch the ball and he's got to run hard because he would have had two more base hits. So, but that was chalked up to effort, right? So he just has to be in the know to channel that effort in that direction. And I think channeling that effort, and that comes with the effort, I see it as tied to friction. And I believe friction is good. I believe not all friction is good. I think it's tough to find friction and then there's delegation within it. But I think that times times are, you know, they always say happy married couples do fight, right? So you know, that clarity comes from those situations that were being suppressed. And so I see that making the effort and the option or opportunity to fail forward. John Ma- uh, Maxwell loves that saying. He want, loves to take risk and fail forward. And then if the attempt there to fail forward is there, and you, a lot of times you don't fail, it works. Just the effort and the attempt to fail forward because you think it's going to fail. So mindset is tremendous. I'm reading this this amazing book right now. It is uh, called The Universal Laws of Success and Achievement by Brian Tracy. Heavy on mindset. And it's pretty mind-blowing. I think I can make five, 10 million bucks this year. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not even that far into the book, but after re, you know, I listened to this one, I got the audible, they give me two books a month and I got audible that way, 22 bucks. They give me two books and then I read some books as well. So I got this one on audible. I, just, I think that I can make 5 million bucks this year. I, no easy 10 million bucks this year. If I, I, I haven't even wrapped my head around 10, but I think if I did, I probably could. Uh, it would just be a bit more stress and anxiety potentially. And I'd have to search down, search for larger deals to work on. But with this kind of mindset, I, I just think it's possible. And I think I will. So maybe I should adjust my goals, but for now, you know, and this is, this is tied to the friction is tied to leadership. I think that Leaders do need to cause friction inside the sale with potentially the clients uh, to get them to take the next step to know, okay, now is the time. 
And this is just my strategy and my philosophy. Now's the time to take the next step. Let's, it's time, it's time to go. Let's do the deal, sign the doc, get me that doc, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm happy, you know, to, to put that friction on, not on a regular basis, because then I'll just get burned out and I won't want it. I won't. And maybe that's why I don't do it a lot because I'll just get burned out and I'll just get tired of it, sick of it, hate it, and won't want to do it. So those are my strategies towards marketing, sales, finance, and leadership that I've learned over the last week <laughs> working on multitude of deals, real estate, mortgage, private equity, all you can imagine. And those are my recommendations and my two cents and my thoughts on stepping stones for success. Bottom line, I do believe a level of friction is necessary. And don't forget that hot dog. If you knew what went into making a hot dog, you wouldn't eat it, right? So like business, when you look at it, you, would, you wouldn't want, you see the nice house, you see the nice car, but you don't see that this person probably was a monster for a little bit. And that's how they had to, they, they had to draw. If, if they didn't, I don't know. They got a different mindset than me. They got maybe I I just think people out there, these motive these people out there motivating people on the videos. I think that if they're telling you anything else, I think they're full of shit. I think they're lying. I, I see a lot of billionaire interviews and multi-million leader interviews. They say, Oh, do it this way, do it that. I just think they're, you know, I say things. Because I've gotten successful over the years too, more successful than most. And there's still plenty ahead of me. Don't get me wrong. But, and I will chalk things up and I will say things and I'll be like, I, I did it this way. But the reality is that I am just polishing it. And, and that's all I got. That's my two cents. Take it easy.